You're listening to Bus Radio, your destination station for all things Boston Underground. I'm your host, Nick Young. Thank you for tuning in. Hello and welcome to the first ever episode of the Bus Radio Podcast. Since this is the first official episode of the podcast, I wanted to take a moment before jumping into today's show to explain what the uh, Bus Radio Podcast is all about. Bus Radio technically stands for the Boston Underground scene, as the show will be focused on highlighting underground bands who have played shows recently in the greater Boston area. For the past three or so years, I have been attending various concert venues throughout the city, listening to the contemporary artists that make up today's punk and emo scenes. From big spots like Boston's Roadrunner and Brighton Music Hall, to local house shows like Brinstar and The Taurus Trap, it has been a wild ride checking out these tunes so far. If you are a fan of punk rock music and enjoy listening to new artists and their live music, then this is the podcast for you. I'll be talking about all different types of bands during the podcast, so feel free to check them out and show your support wherever you stream music. For the podcast's first episode, I thought it would be fitting to talk about a band that recently announced its own retirement. That band is full of party rockers from the Windy City. They are Retirement Party. Fronted by songwriter and guitarist Avery Springer, Retirement Party's latest and final self-titled EP released on June 15th on streaming services everywhere. Given this new music drop following the band's final Boston show back in April, I wanted to pay tribute to their contributions to the underground indie punk scene and highlight what makes them so unique and prominent. I'll be talking about their discography and some of my favorite hits, as well as what it was like catching their latest live set, So stay tuned for Bus Radio's farewell party for Retirement Party. Based in Chicago, Illinois, Retirement Party originally formed as a band in 2016. Composed by a humble yet passionate crew of musicians, their sound has been defined by contributions from drummer James Ringness, guitarist Nick Cartwright, and bassist Eddie Rodriguez. Springer's own personality shines through in her lyrics, which embody a stream of consciousness flow that encapsulates the complex feelings about coming of age and the associated hardships. In January of 2017, Retirement Party released their first EP titled Strictly Speaking, which contained classic fan favorites like Hall Beach, Men's Volleyball, and Meet Me in Montauk. It wasn't too long after that the band signed with Boston-based record label Counterintuitive Records, in March of 2018. Two months later, Retirement Party's first LP, Somewhat Literate, came out. This 11-track masterpiece quickly rose in popularity, with song Passion Fruit Tea becoming the most streamed song off the record. I enjoy quite a lot of the songs from Somewhat Literate. I actually picked up the vinyl after the live set back in April and have enjoyed giving it a spin. If I had to describe the record in a few words, I would definitely label it as clean noise. The amount of distortion, screeching chords, and frequency sounds contained on this record makes it stand out as a chaotic tape of punk and emo music. Passion Fruit T's guitar solo at the end of the track, as well as Truck Stop Casino's use of O's and woes, contributes really well to Retirement Party's anthem-like energy that fans heavily enjoy. By the end of the second verse of Truck Stop Casino, I am ready to jump into the center of the pit and let out a lot of built-up energy. That's kind of how a lot of Retirement Party songs make me feel, 
My favorite track off this record is probably Grand AM or Are You My Mother, but in my opinion, there are no misses with this record. As the year went by, Retirement Party recorded an Audio Tree Live session, which has consistently been a fun set to return to. 2019 was mostly quiet as single Free Will was their only release following the first record. It wasn't until sometime after in 2020 that the world received Retirement Party's second full-length release, titled Runaway Dog. Now, this was a record I initially slept on a bit. I was content with Somewhat Literate so much that I didn't want to risk not liking the latest music. These feelings were quickly dispersed uh, once I listened to the record. Uh, The band only kept raising the bar on the sound and the type of music they were creating, so it was hard for me to dislike it. The band definitely relaxed on the amount of noise they included and slowed down some of the tracks that made for a pleasant shift with the second record. These newly balanced songs offered pleasant melodies at a slower tempo, which helped keep the band sounding fresh. I also felt that there was a lot more reflective criticism in the lyrics this time around, if that makes any sense. I don't know if these are the right words, but I felt an enhanced level of emotional maturity in the themes of some songs, especially uh, like in the track Compensation. Another new feature of this record was increasing how often the sounds switched up halfway through uh, on some tracks like Ebb and No Tide. I love when bands do this. I think it's a great way to keep some of the dynamic energy going, and hearing those switches live is so energetic. Fire Blanket is definitely my favorite track off of Runaway Dog. The drummer consistently kills it for me with his performance every time I listen to the song. I Wonder If They Remember You and Ebb are definitely tied for a close second favorite, with Better Off Now coming in third. I'd have to suggest listening from Fire Blanket through to Ebb if you don't have time for the whole record, but I would definitely set aside some time to stream the whole thing. Now, before I talk about the new EP, I wanted to highlight Retirement Party's final Boston appearance that happened a few months ago. A major selling point for the Bus Radio podcast is that each episode will contain some sort of exclusive viewpoint from the East Coast live shows. By offering some perspective on the live venues, I hope to inspire more people to check out their own local scenes and also shed some light on the Boston scene itself. With that being said, Retirement Party played the Crystal Ballroom in Somerville, Mass., for their last show while on tour last April with Wax Bodega's Carly Cosgrove. That band is absolutely wild, and I heavily enjoyed their set, but I have to save it for another podcast episode. So to paint a picture of the Crystal Ballroom venue, once you walk in, you're greeted by a security person as well as a set of stairs. Once you climb those stairs and you take a uh, left at the uh, ticket booth, you kind of enter this main opening hall. And on the right is the venue there's the merch tables and there's a bar to the left. Keep going past the tables on your right and you'll find your way to the stage, which was pretty big all things considered. The stage was also raised, which helped a lot as fans were able to fill in the floor space without spilling back so much. I felt like everybody could see pretty well. I was off on the right corner and I'm pretty tall, so I had a pretty good view of the bassist for the whole set. The night kicked off with local band Kittner opening, followed by Boston-based band Golly Lagging, who actually held their own EP release show over at Brinstar back in 2021. I would recommend streaming their track Kangaroo off of Ain't That Just The Way if you're looking for a more explosive release of good tunes. As Carly Cosgrove's set came and went, it was finally time to catch this classic band live. I remember after RP played Truck Stop Casino, There were a few audience members that did the little scream featured at the end of the track, which uh, made the surrounding people, myself included, chuckle. 
During a tuning change and water break, front person Avery mentioned that Ebb was considered by the band to be the most encompassing track of Retirement Party's sound. At one point in the night, Carly Cosgrove's own guitarist Lucas and drummer Tyler rushed into the pit and knocked the crowd around a little bit to get us all moving, since there were signs everywhere discouraging moshing per the venue's rules, and I guess we were all a little intimidated by that. Letting go and surrendering to the music will make the night that much more enjoyable, if you want my two cents. Obviously, you have to be a good audience member and make sure you don't hurt yourself or put others in danger. By the night's end, everybody didn't want to hear the last couple of songs because it meant that we would soon be without retirement party. But the crowd, as well as the band, made it memorable. Shout out to everybody who came out and played for us in the audience that night. The energy was great the entire time, and I really couldn't have been happier. My friends, it is now time to start the beginning of the end. It seems that retirement party is coming to the end of their journey as a band. I wasn't super into the first track off the new EP, but Basic Math and The Things We Do were captivating, and I appreciated the closing remarks made by these new songs. It seems like the band members are figuring out their new approaches to playing music with these tracks, and I thought they did a great job with this final release. On Twitter, drummer James reflected on the final EP by saying, quote, I think it might be the best thing we ever did and he expressed his gratitude for the experience playing in this wonderful band. Having been a fan of these musicians for a few years now, it is bittersweet to see them move on to the next thing, but life is nothing but constant change. Thank you, Retirement Party, for all the wonderful tunes and the memories and music to last a lifetime. I don't believe I'm alone in my appreciation, so listeners out there, feel free to also let the band know what they mean to you. But that's it for me, folks. I have exhausted all I have to say about Retirement Party, and I hope you enjoyed listening to the show. Please behave on the ride home. I'm begging you, and I hope you all come back for the next episode. If you enjoyed listening and want to receive updates about the new episodes, feel free to give the podcast a follow. It helps me out a lot and is much appreciated. For additional content, consider following the podcast on Twitter at Bus Radio Boston. I upload footage from the live shows you can check out there, and any interaction helps promote the show to more listeners. Music credits go to Light Saturation for the podcast's fun punk opener and Musa Production for the melodic punk outro. Artwork for the podcast has been done by my brother. Thank you, Jake, for all your help. I've been your host, Nick Young, and until next time, take care of yourselves and those around you.